Hello everyone, I'm John Parker. And I'm Dr. Daniel David. And we are the Of Myths and Men crew. Today we're talking about male, female, more specifically mother-son relationships. Yes. And we got three points that we kind of talked through. We we discuss mother-son enmeshment and what it looks like to be emotionally enmeshed. Um, so stay tuned for that, even the definition, big word. Right. Um, individuation, another big word, but it just talks about times where young men have to hurt their mother's feelings um, yeah. and let them know that, hey, I'm, I'm not a boy. Right. And I'm a young man and I need to do me. Right. Um, so give me some males around here that's going to help. Yeah. Um, and then also male role modeling and what it looks like to have healthy male relationships. So if you're a guy that's struggling with women and you feel like you have um, some sort of women issues, as we often talk about, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right, this is a podcast for you. And also if you're a mother listening, uh, I think this is going to be helpful, especially if you have a son, a, a young son, especially that you want to help develop into a man. All right. And we also have three ways to develop into a healthy male self-image. So stay tuned. Appreciate you for listening. Welcome to a Myths and Men podcast recorded live in Atlanta, Georgia. On this show, you enjoy candid conversations for men, by men, about men's issues with an amazing twist. By exploring the arts, music, games and film, our aim is to help men better understand themselves and navigate through life's daily challenges in order to become happier and more successful. I'm your co-host, John Parker. And I'm your co-host, Dr. Daniel P. David. And this is Of Myths and Men. Hello, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Good morning. Yes, yes, yes. I'm John Parker. And I'm Dr. Daniel David. And this is Of Myths and Men podcast. I was struggling to remember where that hey there, hi there, ho there came from. I feel like howdy doody. Was that howdy doody? Oh, or was it Pee Wee Herman? Must, then you must be older than I am. I mean, that's, a, know, that's a switch. I, I do things. You know what I'm saying? I watch TV. I, I, I engage the culture. Oh, okay. So, you know, that might have been a throwback from <laughs> someone else's childhood. I guess I don't watch that much TV. Well, I mean, this is like Nick at Night when I was like six. Um, oh, yeah. And my grandma had like one station of cable. Oh, and yeah. And Nick at Night. And, wow. Yeah. So, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> hey, man, it was a rough childhood, but I made it through. Uh, speaking of rough childhood, today we're talking about mother-son issues yes um i won't say well i can say wounds potentially um right but it's it's there's a lot that happens in the life cycle of a man and oftentimes mom play an integral role and it could be for the good or for the bad just depending on how things turn out yes Um, so today we're kind of talking about not kind of talking about we'll be talking about um just the emotional enmeshment that can happen with moms and sons um the individuation that needs to take place from mom uh that that leaving the nest type of thing and feelings that moms have and the issues that come from that and then male role modeling and what it looks like for guys to kind of just be shaped and molded by an influence outside of of mother yes Uh, this is an excellent topic and i love this topic to talk about because we talk to so many men especially in our practices mm -hmm. and also just you know our, our friends and people we know and guys we know uh, so we're going to end up today with three ways to develop a healthy male self-image mm-hmm. and um, and also to have a healthier relationship with our mothers and other women. It's it, This isn't about uh, you know bashing mothers. It's more about trying to understand why men are struggling with with their own self-image mm-hmm. in, in our modern times as well as the relationship that they have with their mothers, and then also then how it translates to their relationship with other other women mm-hmm. in general, and if they are heterosexual and they're dating and, and wanting to get married, how that carries over. Mm-hmm. And so 
you know, I think it's a great topic. So I really would ask guys to listen to this and, and even share it with their other friends. Yeah. And, you know, piggybacking off of that, this even affects men's relationships with men. Like our yes, relationship absolutely. with mothers also affects our relationships with other guys. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think this is a great topic to talk about. Yeah. Um, we got a lot to pull from. We got Robert Bly we're pulling from. We got uh, Luann Brizendine. Yes. Is that right? Brizendine, Br- 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 yes, the, the male so. brain. Yeah, the male yeah. brain, and we got a bunch of resources, and so um, this will be chock full of information and, and games, so get your pens and paper out now right? Um, so that you can take notes, and, you know, this is available for download, so you can take it with you. Yes. And it's, uh, yes. you know, it's all digital, so you can rewind and fast forward as necessary. Right, yeah. and um, carry it with you in your back pocket. <laughs> I don't know what else you want to do with that's it. That's it, <laughs> yeah. Load it up on your iPods if people still have those, and make it a part of your, your, your daily regimen. Right. All right, so we'll jump in to kind of like what's the issue um i was trying to reinvent the term smother mother to make it more patriotic i don't know in these days and times i want to make sure everybody's uh we're not taking a knee against moms right Uh, (laughs) we want to i guess be pc you know so but affirm mothers but the idea is that you know there's i'm finding out in, in my private practice more and more when when moms come in Especially single moms, but it's not always regulated um, to single moms, but moms that just don't understand their young men wanting to not be their little boys anymore, yes. to not want to be under their wing. Um, and I'm like, in the natural world, birds get pushed out of the nest, but for some reason in our culture, moms want to hold on to their boys. Right. Um, and, you know, there's different implications maybe for cultural aesthetics and things of that nature. One um, and protect, you know, in my community, wanting to protect your son from elements such as police brutality and gang violence and things that happen in a neighborhood that used to be regular, you know, maybe getting into fights or maybe getting into tussles or disagreements or even just playing sports or doing things that require physical activity and not wanting their their sons to get hurt. Um, And I'm sure that some of those things are universal, but oftentimes in moms' desires to keep their children, their sons safe, they smother them or become helicopter moms or whatever term you want to use and don't allow their the sons to grow and to develop and to become young men and i think cross-culturally in in every aspect of uh, american life's life right we we have fathers who unfortunately and this is uh, you know not to bash men either you know it's just the role of the father has been uh, devalued Mm -hmm. so much in society we have laws that are really anti-male anti-father uh, in, in divorce cases and things like that. And, and then we have the media uh, blasting men. And unfortunately, we have men who, um, you know, uh, commit bad behavior, mm-hmm. just bad behavior. Yeah. And, and, you know, and some of our leadership just exemplifies that yeah. bad behavior. Yeah. So males across the board get a bad rap, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so mothers to try to do the best that they can. And, and, you know, that's where I've worked with mothers for over 30 years uh, in New York City dealing with gang members and uh, street gangs. And I was in the Asian culture at the time, but this translates to other cultures, um, even middle America, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Caucasian families, too. You know, it's like where mother is trying to take over the role of not only only being mother but also being a father mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. going to this you know we hear soccer moms yeah. well because dad's either too busy or dad's not available or yeah. not there right or tired from the you know 60 hour work week yes absolutely yeah. you know and so um it, it's it's this topic isn't about you know 
you know, we're down on mothers, we really uh, understand the role of motherhood and that it's very valuable mm-hmm. for a child to grow up, especially a boy, to know the love of his mother, uh, to have that sort of loving, caring, uh, uh, emotional um, uh, experience with his mother, mm-hmm. right? But there's a certain point in which the boy has to grow up mm-hmm. and, and there are some major changes that take place. And often what we see, as to your point, is mother's afraid because, yeah, it's a dangerous world out mm-hmm. there on many levels. And so they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, we get guys who come in here and, and you see guys of all age ranges, so do I. Mm-hmm. And there is a, a common theme there. Again, it's you know a problem that we have to kind of really consider and and really talk about and it's sometimes it's a hard topic to talk about mm-hmm. because it seems as though we're uh, unfairly portraying mothers or, or women in certain ways but that's not what we're trying to do here we're really trying to help men uh, mature and to be initiated into adulthood and to and to find their identity mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know that's that's where, what i see yeah yeah for sure I, I, and i think the the other issue that comes along with that is moms needing to let go. Yes. Right. And yeah. I think that um, draws on the Robert Bly. Do you want to go into that now or you want to say that towards the end, just the, the pillow and the key and the mother kind of analogy kind of dealing with moms needing to let go? Well, I you know, okay, so to set this up, you know, Robert Bly, uh, he's been doing this for a long time now. He, he was <laughs> the founder of the uh, Minnesota Men's Conference. Mm-hmm as well as he's written so many books, but one of his books about male identity and male development is, is Iron John, and he uses a metaphor from the Grimm brothers. And it, it's just so that, you know, he talks about young boys needing to, as we mature into manhood, mm-hmm. uh, mom has the key. Mom yeah. Ho- yeah. is holding the key. And it's the struggle between the son and the mother that happens. And... Unfortunately, because this is where men, fathers in particular, need to come in and say to their sons, okay, it's time for you to follow me and, mm-hmm. and, and understand what it means to be um, a male. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to say this because I think you know we have men who are um, obviously heterosexual here, but we have gay men listening to this um, and you know all kinds of men across the board. And you know, masculinity is, is on a spectrum, but right. it doesn't you know, ultimately you can choose where you want to be on that spectrum. That's totally up to you. Um, but there are some essential differences. And so, um, at this point when a boy becomes 16 and what I used to see, uh, with the, uh, gang members, you know, I used to say I had like 30 wives, right? (laughs) Because I'd have like 30 guys, Mm -hmm. young guys and their mothers would be coming in and asking me, what do I do with my son? Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, when they're, they're, they're nine and 10 years old, they're, you know, hey, mom, I love you and all that. Mm-hmm. But when they start reaching 15, 16, 17, and they're physically growing up and they're getting mm-hmm. bigger and bigger, and then, you know, dad isn't there or there isn't positive ro- male role modeling in the house, mm-hmm. then it's a struggle. It suddenly becomes a struggle. I want to go out and I want to be with my friends. Mm-hmm. This is what these teenage boys want to do. Yeah. And mom is afraid, like we've just talked about, there's a dangerous world out there and, and, um, and she's trying to hold on to him, and he says, "No, I need to get away from you." Yeah. You know, yeah. um, hormonally, mm-hmm. I think this is really interesting. Uh, in her book, um, the the male brain, uh, Luann Briz- 
Brisbane or Brisbane. Yes. Brisbane. I can't yeah. say her name, but yeah. you know, she says that uh, and th- that a boy will start to smell his mother get his mother's scent and and be repelled by it mm-hmm. you know yeah. like physically disgusted yeah. you know yeah. and that's a healthy thing yeah. so already there's a separation need biologically mm-hmm. from mother that mm-hmm. has to happen mm-hmm. then it has to be the emotional psychological need that that is there so so you know this is the struggle and robert bly uses the key that mom holds the key mm-hmm. and the boy has to steal the key, and the key's, you know, underneath his pillow, and the yeah. the boy has to actually go and steal the key, mm-hmm. right? And often that's the biggest struggle. Yeah. So, I think I told you pre pre show mm-hmm. today. You know, this mother, this young man comes to me, and he's working on his uh, confidence and mm-hmm. self image, and his image about um, uh, uh, being a male. Mm-hmm. Uh, he initially comes in with girlfriend issues, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to him, and he's telling me about his problems with women and problems with girls and things like that. And I, you know, I look at him. I said, "Well, you know, you really don't have a, a an issue with women. Uh, you have an issue with men." Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, it just like there was a total silence there for a moment, like a shock. And I said, "You know, so, you know, who was the, who who initiated you into manhood? You know, when we actually have this experience of of being separate." and uh, having a separate identity from our mothers, we have to have a relationship with men. And, and in that relationship, we find uh, confidence in ourselves and we feel better about ourselves so that when we go back to women in relationship, we feel better about who we are. David Wexler, who wrote a book about men in therapy, he said, you know, the problem with men today, and this is, this is the result of not being able to steal the key away from mom, mm-hmm. Um, is that uh, men ascribe or give away too much power to women mm-hmm. t- for validation mm-hmm. of their manhood. Right, yeah. Okay. And, you know, women can't bestow masculinity on, on men. It, it has to come from their fathers, and it has to come from, uh, you know, a, a, a company of men. Mm-hmm. So this is the issue that Robert Bly is bringing mm-hmm. out. Yeah. So, I, yeah. Well, no, I was going to say, I mean, I, I, that's, I think that that's the crux of the conversation when it comes on the mother's need to let go. And when I'm seeing these young boys uh, in session whose moms are bringing them in because they're all, they're panicked, it's like <laughs> the, the, I let the mom talk. So I bring the mom, the son in, let the mom talk, excuse mom, talk to the son. He gives me the side of the story, kick the son out, bring the mom back in, and then I give her the spiel about you're going to push him away. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And the idea is... They need to, I, and I need to incorporate more of this. I need to let them know that, yo, yes, the the key to their to unlocking them is under your pillow. Right. And the longer you try to keep it there, the more issues you're going to create for you all's relationship. Yes. The more you're going to stunt his growth and development. And the idea is that if he has to steal that from you, um, as opposed to you just giving the keys over, then that's going to even create more of a rift. You know what I mean? And and it's too bad that oftentimes sons have to steal the key, which I guess can be, you know positive in itself but it doesn't help the mom to be able to manage her emotions and her feelings and, and the regulation that needs to take place within herself right to to be to deal with uh the necessary the, i won't say necessary evil but the necessity of the son taking the key you know and i think that for whatever reasons um there's not enough 
I don't know if it's older women or whoever needs to be in these these moms' lives to let them know that, hey, this is a normal thing. Mm-hmm. And I hear it sometimes, too. The moms will be told by other moms, oh, it's just teenage stuff, da-da-da-da-da, but it gets passed off. It's always oh, just teenage. Not, oh, this needs to happen for him to become a man, to, right. to develop well, to be to move forward in his um natural progression and i think that's part of the key that that moms have to understand is that this is well not that this shows for moms or about moms but just if you're a guy you need to have this conversation or whatever or a dad right um or an uncle or a mentor moms you need to help moms understand that this isn't just some whimsical thing that needs to take place you know this is a mandatory rites of passage initiation thing where they need to separate like you even mentioned there's a biological need to separate like we have a need to get from underneath mom's wing right and if they're not doing that successfully or doing that well it just sets them up for failure as far as their relationship with their son and it sets the son up for failure as far as their relationship with other men and then other women that they encounter yeah definitely you said it before i mean if if that separation doesn't happen and then there's this emotional enmeshment and and men young young men don't feel that they can be separate mm-hmm. from their mothers mm-hmm. you know they they begin to feel insecure about themselves mm-hmm. in, in the bigger world and bigger picture of men right yeah, yeah. and yeah sure in our society we're working on on great things like mm-hmm. equality mm-hmm. um and you know women taking the lead too and that's okay and women you know having rights and and you know we want to support that and and empower women as well mm-hmm. but there's a psychological and, and it's coming out of the biology mm-hmm. so anybody who denies biology and I'm going to read this quote in a minute um anyone who would deny biology is just com- completely missing the mark right. when it comes to raising boys and mm-hmm. and raising men mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so you know he a lot of these uh, young men, when they can't get that key away from their mother, right, they go through a period of of serious self-doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, am I a man? Yeah. What's it mean to be a man? How will I grow up to be a man? Mm-hmm. Right. And, of course, mothers can do a lot here. They they can really help their sons to, to un- help them to understand that this is a process. This yeah. is actually a process that has to happen and maybe make uh, make it other men available to mm-hmm. to her son, mm-hmm. uh, put him in, uh, you know, uh, groups and activities mm-hmm. with other males, healthy males, mm-hmm. and then you know maybe getting a coach or a mentor mm-hmm. involved, right? But mom has to understand that she's got to let go, and in reality, it's not about mom giving over the key; it's about the boy has to take the key. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, I, I just think that that's such an important point yeah. because so many men don't understand that. They don't yeah. want to hurt their mothers, yeah, and, yeah. and we can talk about that. Yeah. So recapping so far, so I, I got so excited and passionate about the subject, so I was supposed to tell you all up front what the three areas were that we were going to jump in them individually. But so some other mothers, helicopter mothers, whatever positive spin you want to have on that right. is an issue. Boys need to break out of that. Mothers need to let go. Then other pieces, uh, moms want to keep their boys as boys, right? And that's when the emotional measurement happens. And so getting validated, moms, if you're listening and you're a a father or an uncle or a mentor or a brother, hey, it's time to have these conversations with mothers if you haven't already had them. And and even with your own mother, if need be, no matter what age you are, because there's always wounds that can, you know, take place. And we'll dive in that later on. So just in, in terms of you have your quote. Um, and we're talking about the the biological, right? We're talking right. about <laughs> modern thought, right? And where we're going in this 
enmeshment of gender fluidity in 2017 going on 2018 and all these ideas of what manhood looks like what masculinity mm-hmm. looks like um and so i i i i'm still trying to wrap my mind around this, this quote, quote yeah that you're about this to quote. read but go ahead Serge. Jump yeah in there. yeah guys listen to this and this is why it's so important to be careful of what you're reading mm-hmm. and find out you know is this fake news or not <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right right yeah because yeah. this is a book on psychology it's called a new psychology of men uh it was um edited by ronald levent and william Polak, you know, and of course you got two guys on here, right? So you would think, that, yes, you you would think that this was uh, all about men, right? Right, right? And it's a thick book. Yeah. It's got like uh, maybe three hundred pages in yeah. it, yeah. right? And it's all about masculinity. But here's the inside jacket. The inside jacket. We haven't even got to right. The book we haven't yet. even got to the book, yeah. right? It says, inspired by feminist scholars mm-hmm. who revolutionized our understanding of women's gender roles, the contributors to this pioneering book describe how men's prescribed roles are neither biological nor social givens, but rather psychological and social constructs, constructions. Mm -hmm. So right off the bat, this book denies uh, biological development. Mm -hmm. And in um, uh, Luann Brisbane's Brisbane's book, Mm -hmm. you know, she actually talks about the science of the male brain. Yeah. And there is a book out there. She she wrote another book. She wrote The, the Female Brain. The female brain. Yeah. So she's looking at this from a biological, physiological, mm-hmm. uh, you know, male brain thinking, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and how we think and how yeah. we develop from yeah. boyhood to manhood, yeah. right? But this book, and this is what's happening in our colleges today mm-hmm. and, and universities, is this sort of... Uh, doctrine of feminist scholars and and uh, you know we'll we'll get into that later but you know um, it's just in complete denial of the biological norms Mm -hmm. that that we're seeing you know there's a Matthew Lye wrote a book uh, about gay men because I want to put that in here and the reason why I want to talk about that for a second is because the assumption was that gay men are not quite men right right which is a false assumption, mm-hmm. by the way. It doesn't matter if you, if you have an effeminate male or a more masculine male. Gay, gay men um, have been um, subjugated to the feminist, sort of militant mm-hmm. feminist mm-hmm. movement that, that really just wants to denigrate men. Right. Um, I've got proof of that. I was invited to New York City to be a part of a conference. It was called the International um, uh, Conference on Masculinities, mm-hmm. which is a is a code word uh, talk about code switching mm-hmm. we we talked about last time yeah, right yeah, yeah. you know it, for uh, a feminist type of perspective on mm-hmm. on men and mm-hmm. every speaker in this uh conference three-day conference it w- was about how men are aggressive how men are violent how men are bad you know and 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 of course this was really disturbing to me and i declined to go after that i had to cancel all my plane tickets and mm-hmm. hotel rooms you know, because it's based on this particular paragraph that, you know, men somehow manhood is not a reality. It's something, <laughs> oh, we just all made up. Right, and right. and Some people has, conspired together and said, this is what a man is. Right, uh, right. Yeah. So, uh, again, I just want to put that out there that yeah. we're not against anything that women want to do. But what we see is real damage in men. Yeah, I yeah, mean, quite yeah. frankly, real yeah. hurt, real, yeah. real damage. 
a loss of self-identity, mm-hmm. a loss of, um, uh, you know, just motivation. Too many young men are just stuck. Yeah. And I think it starts with, so let's, before I forget, let's kind of briefly, briefly, briefly in define like enmeshment, right? Because I think this quote and where, where you're saying we're going in academia in terms of, of what masculine means starts with the idea of enmeshment going awry. And so enmeshment is just the idea of mother and son having an emotional relationship that is unhealthy right um and it's not necessarily going as far as like psycho you know the movie and and television series (laughs) psycho right that's a whole another situation but just the idea if it can it could be mom being too too involved not wanting to let her son go not wanting him to go out and play and get hurt not wanting him to experience the world to learn and to grow and it's it's a it just goes back to the smothering um and when moms and sons are enmeshed um there's no usually moms don't allow other men to come in and be a a, a larger influencing force yes, in that son's right, life right, right. Um, which becomes problematic again unless it's negative you know unless a dude that doesn't need to be in your son's life because he's a poor influence but i think this leads to the slippery slope of what you're reading in that that jacket of that book and i'm sure the contents of the book and the conference that you went to right because of this enmeshment idea and mentality where women moms whoever and it's probably a little more subversive when it comes to the you know the 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 feminism or the you know that that issue right um which is not what i'm touching at all right now but the idea that we have to women have to make men less manly right right biologically so you know whatever (laughs) this book wants to go into right in order to um promote the agenda or to push forward whatever their agenda is you know what i'm saying so the idea is you you minimize the the enmeshment starts off mom and son relationship yeah moms don't understand their sons they're trying to keep them in under their wing keep them in the nest and then when those uh when those efforts aren't um successful then we get into this oh then what's the next step what is the mom left to do oh we have to make our my our sons less men right right so that they will be uh, do I want to say it? Do they be castrated mm-hmm. in a sense so that now mom can help or keep son as boy, right? So right. you won't become man, right? right? So that so the idea is that hey, if enmeshment doesn't work in a sense of emotional, then we'll just go to some physiological. We'll go to some other type of I won't say brainwashing. And I'm not trying to be that guy, but like yo, that's what moms do. Like when a mom can't manipulate her son or can't get what she wants from her son to keep him a boy then manipulation takes place then all these other things take place so that she can keep him as a boy does that does that make sense oh Am yes. I being too harsh I no don't no be that no guy. so here here's here's the math i always do the math with guys i say look okay so you have a mother and let's say dad is in the house mm-hmm. okay but dad's extremely busy working mom's working too let's mm-hmm. let's make it even here mm-hmm. mom's working too right but what often happens is as, you know, a boy is raised and as a, you know, a girl is raised, you know, who's, ro- who, who is the role model for the girl? Well, it's mom mm-hmm. and other women. And then what she gets from a father is the type of men that she's going to either, you know, be in love with mm-hmm. and have a relationship with. So that father role is still very important to girls, mm-hmm. right? But what happens often is boys have a natural love for their mothers. Mm-hmm. You know, you're nine years old. Uh, you, you know, you, you love your mother. You want to protect her. You want to make her happy. 
right? And so, um, so as the boy's growing up, he sees dad, you know, maybe he sees dad hurt mom, you know, they get into fights, um, dad leaves or does, you know, it becomes abusive in other ways. So what's a boy do? A boy says, I love my mom so much. I don't want to become like my dad. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then let's say he leaves or he's still there, but mom starts to, uh, get closer to her son because she sees him as a, you know, okay, he's trying to protect me. He's on my team. Mm-hmm. He's on my side. Right. Right. And then he, but mothers don't realize this, but the moment they start bashing the dad, mm-hmm. okay, and the moment they start saying things like, you're just like your father, mm-hmm. that that does huge damage to a boy mm-hmm. because he didn't want to hurt his mother. Right. He didn't want to be like the man who hurt his mother. Mm-hmm. So, but he realized, he starts to understand that he's becoming a man, mm-hmm. but now he's this, you know, he doesn't want to be that hurtful man. So he doesn't push her away. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say, you know, mom, I got to get out. I got to move on. And then she confides in him. And this is where the emotional enmeshment mm-hmm. comes in. She confides in him. You know, you're, you're the man of the house mm-hmm. and, and you take care of things and you understand me and, you know, and, you know, and I love you and, and all the, those things. And so this boy then doesn't get to grow up and leave his mother. Mm-hmm. And, and Robert Bly's point of stealing the key is in, in reality, the boy actually has to hurt his mother at mm-hmm. some point. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about psychologically, he has to separate from her. Mm-hmm. It's cutting the umbilical cord, um, you know, in pregnancy, but also... Uh, at at a point in adolescence and and our ma- uh, male development, we have mm-hmm. to say, "Mom, um, you're ugly. Right. Uh-huh. Get away from me." Yeah, yeah. So I'd have these, you know, mothers come to me mm-hmm. in serious um, upset in New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, New York City has some of the best schools in the country. You know, the Northeast Corner has really great schools, um, and they come to me and say, "Why does my kid want? Why does my son want to go to California to go to school?" <laughs> Duh, Duh right, is right. right. Yeah. You know, it's like, and I would. You know, sometimes gently, sometimes to the point, say, because he wants to get away from you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so so what he, what happens is, because he can't necessarily, you know, wound her mm-hmm. um, and reject her and say, I, I, I want to be independent from you, uh, he then pushes, 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 and then he'll find another, um, let's say he finds a girlfriend, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And then he transfers all of his resentment towards his mother mm-hmm. to his girlfriend, maybe she becomes his wife mm-hmm. right and now he's got this resentment towards women yeah. if you want to understand misogyny um uh, uh, you, you have to understand the role of the mother mm-hmm. and how she played the role in the misogyny yeah. in a development of resentments mm-hmm. towards women because the, the boy is still a boy he hasn't been i don't care how old he is mm-hmm. he hasn't been initiated into manhood mm-hmm. and so this is where the father has to come in or the mother uh or the community of men mm-hmm. have to come in and say hey it's time to be a man mm-hmm. and you know whatever kind of man you want to be that's fine but it's time to be a man it's time to work through these things emotionally mm-hmm. and psychologically and physically so that you can um you know feel good about yourself mm-hmm. and then once that happens these men who have been initiated actually have better relationships with their mothers mm-hmm. um and they have better relationships with um uh, other women yeah. right yeah, yeah. so that's that's the math right yeah. there that's the process yeah. right and unfortunately we see that enmeshment happen and, and when we see guys and i 
could have guys coming in here at 40 years old or mm-hmm. 50 years old, and they're still having bitterness towards um, women. They're still having this uh, misogyny. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still having this um, anger towards their mothers, and it's usually because they don't feel good enough as a man. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they they, I always say they don't have women issues. They have men issues. Mm-hmm. Meaning, if I ask them, hey, do you have male friends? A lot of them say no. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Or you know, it's or it's online, and yeah, my friend is in, um, you know, Prague. Right. I'm like, okay, well, we game together. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's not the relationship that's yeah. going to really make yeah. them a man. And so I think that we'll jump into male um, role modeling briefly uh, with the time we have left, and then we'll jump into uh, three ways uh, to develop a healthy healthy male self image. But with the the male role, role modeling, we talk about it all the time. We talk about it time and time and time again about finding mentors and stuff like that, but. Oftentimes, it's as simple as if you're a man and you're married, maybe you have children, whatever that looks like, being able to have guys that you hang out with. You know, this, yes, you know, single uh-huh. or married, just making sure that you have a, a tribe of guys right. that have, you can have good accountability, you can have great conversations, you can grow and develop, you can have fun with, you can go camping, watch a game, do whatever. But that male role modeling sometimes, often, in my experience, um, gets. Uh, what's the word I want to use, just grows in that tribe, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you have some, you know, it's good moderation and good accountability, right? You don't just want to have a bunch of guys where you're frat boys, you know what I'm saying, right, and just right. fraternizing and doing crazy stuff or whatever, but you're really intentionally pushing each other to become better men, and people downplay the idea of group development, mm-hmm. um, whether it's even in a, 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 a therapeutic group or just your group of guys. Right. But we need that. We need that role modeling that comes from, peer growth and development and sometimes maybe going to the elders and having some older dude come alongside and making sure that that there's some checks and balances that go on even with that group of peers right right because you know the peers are cool but most of the time your peers are going to think like you you know exactly right so unless you've got some some wise sage guy that's in your group but you also need that older male to bounce ideas off of and talk through and walk through life with because they can say hey slow down there or that's a good idea that's a bad idea maybe think on that a little bit more flush some stuff out and then go out and launch you know absolutely my father once told me um I was trying to learn tennis, mm-hmm. right? And he said, he called me Danny. And he mm-hmm. said, Danny, I want you to stop playing with the neighborhood kids mm-hmm. and go and play with someone who actually knows how to play, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like someone better than you, yeah. right? Yeah. Because that's the only way you're going to get better yeah. at tennis, right? Mm-hmm. It, you know, and, and to, to your point, we need a group of guys. You know, we need that sort of connection. I always tell women you know and men i say you know if you're in a relationship you know does does your husband does your boyfriend have male friends do you and a lot of women don't like that you know mm-hmm. you know well he's going out with these single guys you know you know but in reality we need to have that sort of connection and bond with other men right but like to your point again you know we need also to have men who have wisdom and are mature and have gone through their own initiation process yeah. so that we're not just getting into you know bad stuff yeah. right so yeah. Yeah. it is important yeah and the idea is again so you know if this is a mom listening or a guy trying to explain this to a mom male role modeling again in the sense of that moms can't role model maleness right right, that right. it's it's i think i've mentioned this on previous podcasts but my um either 12th or 13th birthday uh, mom sat me down uh, must have been 13 because I think my parents kind of broke up, divorced around 12. Uh, she's like, listen, 
Um, dad's gone, not around. Um, I'm a woman. I can't teach you how to be a man. Mm. I can teach you what it means to 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 respect women and and to what I think that how a man should be and do. But I can't teach you to be a man. I'm not a man. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not a man. Right. Right. And right. I think if moms understand that um, and are able to articulate that to their children and even understand that and just wrap their minds around it and it not just be something that's said, right? To, right. to, to get that idea. It's like, yes, men, boys need to be modeled, shaped, and molded by men. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Is that yeah. is that a harsh thing? To, I mean, no, it's, it's the reality, no, right? No, it's I think your idea. mom was really wise. Yeah. I mean, and she had that insight into what it meant. You know, she she's a woman and mm-hmm. she obviously did everything she could to mm-hmm. make your life healthy and happy but she also realized that there are basic differences between men and women and you know get beyond the brain the hormones and the physical um, body you know there are still very different ways that Mm -hmm. men uh, have to handle their issues and deal with themselves and so she knew that you know you needed to be with other male role models Mm -hmm. so I, i think that's outstanding I wish mothers <laughs> would do that. Yeah, you know, yeah, that, yeah. I think that's the crisis here that we have today. And of course, now kids, boys go to schools, and predominantly uh, the teaching profession mm-hmm, has mm-hmm. been, you know, um, you know, high level of female teachers versus um, uh, uh, in ratio to yeah, male teachers, yeah. right? And colleges the same way with professors. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Boys aren't really getting enough male input, yeah. And, yeah. and and I think that's causing a lot of problems in our society today. That's that's part of the backlash we're mm-hmm. getting in society. It's because a lot of uh, young males, uh, you know, there's a whole series we could talk about um, how the gamer mm-hmm. industry is mm-hmm. actually promoting or um, you know pushing men towards mm-hmm. uh, you know nationalistic kind of mm-hmm. you know. Uh, thinking which is not good Mm. right but it's because there is such a lack of Mm -hmm. male role models out there so you know that that's an issue but you know thank god for your mom but uh, we we need to have more mothers understand that yeah you know it's real i I don't know where she got it from but she gave it to me and and that it just something switched in my mind i was like oh okay well all right, I'm on my own. You know what I'm right. saying? And then right. she, she hit me with nothing like, hey, you know, and all I can do is pray for you now. Like, you have to have your own relationship with God. You got to do all this stuff on your own, da, yeah. da, da, da. And I was right. like, oh, this is what we're doing right now? This is what, <laughs> at the birthday? This is right. at the birthday dinner? This yeah. is what we're doing? Like, yeah, yeah. ruin my birthday. Be, right, it was supposed to be a happy time or what? But it was just like, it was just. Not you're just, on your own, goodbye. Right, right, that's it. And she just laid it on me, man. And so um, it's just one of those things where I think that, you know, it's it's imperative for for these things to be understood there's there's a there's an importance of a mother-son relationship but it runs out at a certain time in terms of it being you know like you said 19 11 12 mommy 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 like right. that has a switch um there's an emotional meshment that's good for a time being but then after a time hey mom you gotta let go son you gotta break your mom's heart right yes, and you yeah. gotta you gotta hurt her feelings um and we're not saying that you know you say hey, you stupid you know what i mean you yeah. call her names and fight her you know like no you just have to let her know, you know, right. or just your actions. I mean, mine was more actions. I didn't really say, hey, mom, that's enough. I think I moved for college. And even before that, we stopped hanging out. And it was one yeah. of the time where my mom, used to, she used to want to go to the movies and stuff. And I'm like, hey, mom, I'm not. Like, I'm going to hang out with my friends. You right. know what I mean? And right. so she might have shed some tears. And I think one time she kind of blew up at me. But it was just that me letting her know. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, hey, it's it's a wrap. You know right. what I mean? Um, and then, you know, that's part of the individuation and then the male role modeling. So let's jump into the, the ways 
uh, to develop um, a healthy male self. Um, what you got for us on, on the top of the list? Well, first of all, we need just to create awareness mm-hmm. about where we're at in our own understanding of um, ourselves as males mm-hmm. and where we might have been enmeshed. If we feel overly responsible for uh, the emotional life of others, especially um, if we're dating or married or, you know, feeling like I got to make this person happy mm-hmm. um, because that's how I gauge my self-worth. Mm-hmm. You know, um, David Wexler, again, he, and he said that, you know, because men have given extraordinary um, powers to women to validate their manhood, that, you know, uh, it, it causes real harm to for men. And, and, you know, I see this, I I used to say that, uh, if you look at a man's credit card bill, um, you know, you could see where he's, he's spending more on gifts Mm -hmm. because she's mad at him Mm -hmm. or upset with him. And he's in the doghouse, so to speak. (laughs) Right. Uh, you know that if, if, if my self image and my value as a man is dependent on, um, uh, the woman or the wife's, um, uh, evaluation of me and her mood, mm-hmm. right? We're going to be on a roller coaster yeah. ride for the rest of our lives. Yeah. You know, that's that happy wife, happy life, uh, happy wife, happy life mantra that has some merit, but then all the time it, it goes awry very often. Right. Yeah. I mean, because in reality, again, coming back to the nature of initiation and male identity, we don't get, we get lots of love. We, we, we learn from our mothers about love, mm-hmm. But our male identity comes from other men, mm-hmm. right? But too many men, and this is the problem here, is, is, and this is where we have to create the awareness. Am, you know, am I, um, you know, basing my value on making other people happy, especially mm-hmm. my wife or, you know, girlfriend or, you know, um, someone I'm in a relationship with? And, and if that's the case, then... I can't have my own self identity. Mm-hmm. I can't have my confidence. Like mm-hmm. because it's always whimsical. It's always on a roller coaster ride with mm-hmm. whatever mood she's going to be in, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I often tell guys you have to detach yourself mm-hmm. from that sort of evaluation or, you know, uh keeping score kind of uh, mentality because it, it 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 you know, if she chooses not to be happy or if she's just not a happy person, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you're worthless. Right. It doesn't yeah. mean you're no good, yeah. right? And and if you're trying to make her happy and she's still not happy, that's more on her mm-hmm. than it is on you, right. right? So again, detaching that self-worth from anyone else, we have to really develop it within ourselves, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think uh, piggybacking with that is, is understanding the lost sense of self. So when you're trying to overcompensate, like you say, and trying to make that person happy all the time, um, losing sight of who you are, Right. Um, and your and your goals, your dreams, you know, things of that nature, because you're too busy trying to please that other person. I think it goes back to you never being the guy who hurt your mom's feelings. Right. right. And let her know that enough is enough. And it's time for me to separate and do my thing. And in a marriage, I'm finding out in my own life is like if I don't um, set good boundaries and I'm firm about certain things and I find myself losing a sense of who I am because I'm always giving in for the sake of having this happy wife culture. And I have to tell my, I have to tell my wife like, Hey, listen, I'm not bending on this particular thing. 
and you have to deal with it emotionally or whatever, however you have to process it and deal with it. And I try to be as gentle and loving as possible, but certain things it's just not going to happen. And mm-hmm. then especially dealing with my son, we haven't got to the point yet. He, you know, he'll be one this month, but you know, there's going to be point in times where I'm like, hey, mom, that's not going to work. Right. And this is not what's going to happen for my son. You know what I mean? Right. And I understand you want to keep him safe and, you know, do whatever and have your relationship go a certain way. But that's not that's not what we're doing. Right. Um, you know what I mean? And so that I have to stop that trend now with me and her so that it doesn't continue with her and my son. Does that make You're, sense? Yeah, that's the role that fathers need to play yeah. in their son's development and their daughter's development. Yeah. You know. He's got to be for a daughter the the role model of of, of the kind of man she needs mm-hmm. she'll want to be married to and yeah. and have a good relationship with. So that's really important and essential between a father daughter relationship. Mm-hmm. But with the father son relationship, mm-hmm. he's got to take her. Uh, he's got to the dad has to be able to take his son away from his mother. This is the whole initiation. I love this sort of. Uh, you know, tribal kind of thinking. It's like, you know, so, so, you know, one day in the hut, you know, the son is with his mom, uh, you know, and she's cooking and suddenly Mm -hmm. these men come into the, to the hut all painted up and looking scary and they grab the son and drag him out. And, you know, mom is screaming, don't take my son, don't take my little boy. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And they said, well, no, it's time for him to become a man. Mm -hmm. And they strip him down, paint him up, give him a you know, uh, a weapon, uh, mm-hmm. to, you know, to go hunt with. And they say, you go out into the deep, dark forest over there mm-hmm. and kill an animal and don't come back until you do. And he has to face his fears. He's got to face the physical challenges yeah. of that. He's got to go through this whole process. And eventually he kills this wild animal and, you know, he comes back and he brings it back. And, you know, so the, the this, this big village, uh, circle and there's a bonfire in the middle and they're cooking, you know, the roasting, the, the animal for a feast and you know so on half of this circle it's women and children and the other half it's the men Mm -hmm. and in front of the women and children this now young man who's gone out and he's all bruised up cut up Mm -hmm. from all his experiences is invited to sit with the men right Mm -hmm. and then they have a feast and at the end of the feast uh he uh is reintroduced to his mother Mm -hmm. an and he's given a different name. Why? Because he's no longer her little boy, and she's no longer the mother to the boy. She becomes the mother to the man, mm-hmm. and he's introduced as as this man. Yeah. And she has to have a psychological change, mm-hmm. a shift, mm-hmm. so that she can continue to be his mother and, and be good about it, but she's no longer um, the mother to the boy. Mm-hmm. She's a mother to the man, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. that's that's that process of individuation so i think a good example if i plug it real quick is the current run of black panther volume six um probably books one through i don't know the first arc maybe can't wait for the movie by the way yeah yeah (laughs) i hope they do it justice uh maybe books one through 13 you can see the relationship so t'challa uh black panther is trying to be like a warrior king not uh not not a warrior king what how does he describe it i forget how he describes it but it's um, the people's king, where it's like, you know, he wants to be stern, but yet loving, let it, yet a king, yet whatever. But, you know, there's always kind of ups and downs. You, I mean, how do you be a king without being a certain way? Right. You know, you oppose right. me, you catch this fate, you know right. what I mean? Uh, and so his mom is just drops jewels, just drops nuggets, suggests things, talk to him, and she doesn't try to bully him or overrule him or mm-hmm. even usurp his authority. She's, she's 
understands that he's a man. Right. And, you know, all she can do is be, you know, some wisdom for him or be in his ear about certain things. And right. she doesn't pass that line. So you see that that what we're talking about, that relationship kind of work out pretty well. Absolutely. Um, in that. But anyway, so uh, something that we've kind of hit on, but we want to make sure you understand is, is understanding Another way to develop a healthy self um, image, male self image, is seeking out uh, healthy male mentors and then connecting with other healthy men so that you live in a balance. Um, yes. And it and and we we can't overstate this. We probably say this very often in many of our podcasts, but it's it's always about mentorship. It's always about growth and development. It's always about connecting with other men and making right. sure these are real time things. Like you're saying, all your male connection can't just be online. It can't just be while you're gaming. It can't just be all those those things help. You know, and especially yeah. in the culture we're in now, right. where a lot of time is spent on devices and different things of that nature. But if you're not spending time with guys, if you're not you know, just in the trenches with dudes. If you're not bouncing ideas off of of other fellas, if you if you're not um, making sure that those connections are healthy. Keyword: healthy male mentors, other healthy men. Like that, it ha- that has to be that they can't. All your relationships can't be people agreeing with you, right? Right. Blowing smoke up your ass. They can't just be guys just helping you toot your own horn. They can't be dudes that are just yes men. Like we see this time and time and time again. With uh, people that are in the limelight, you know, whether it's uh, actors or entertainers or whatever the case may be, with the Harvey Weinsteins, with the right. even Kevin Spacey now with yeah. the stuff he's got going on. Somewhere along the line, there's probably some dude that was like, you know what, my friendship with you is more important than me saying, hey, this stuff ain't cool or even blowing the whistle on you. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And it's, you know, speculation. But I, I'm I, in my life and in most guys' lives that I know that some dudes would rather just be your friend and then you spend the rest of your life in prison because they let you make a dumbass decision. Yeah. Right. Right. And and because they like, well, I'm, you know, that's that's my friend. And if that's what he wants to do, then I'll stand by him. You're not going to do the time with him. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. right. And so I think that we have to be more um, dudes. If you're listening, you have to be more intentional about hemming up your friends. Yes. And yeah. hemming up in, in my vernacular means jacking them, means means being in their life, mean right. getting in their business. Right. Right. And saying, hey, that's dumb, dude. Yeah. Stop. Absolutely. And, and and I think that that comes with having healthy relationships with dudes like you need that 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 has to be a part of it right we're seeking men with integrity mm-hmm. men who um can challenge you and say hey your thinking isn't quite mm-hmm. good there mm-hmm. you know and 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 we, we're seeking men who have some serious quality mm-hmm. characteristics and and traits you mm-hmm. know so mm-hmm. yeah and I, and that's i mean we can't be overstated like we we really need you to understand that and really um, and really get that. Okay, so so the last thing, I think this is, um, we have some time left, a few minutes left, um, but I think this is imperative for guys to understand um, and really hear us as therapists. We're not saying it just because we need you guys to come in and, and, and give us your, your resources. Right. But we want you to understand that you, you have to work through these things. So the third piece is working on your inner wounds, right? Mother wounds and father wounds. Um, just understanding that you have to sit down with somebody like me and Danny. Is right. it transference when I say Danny? Does <laughs> yeah. that you want to yeah. punch me in the face when no. I say that? No, but <laughs> I haven't been called that in a long time. All right. Well, you threw, you opened up the door, man. Once you said it, it kind of it just gave me permission to come on in there. But I'll, I'll leave that, Doctor Daniel. If you want to come <laughs> no, sit okay. down with Doctor Daniel or myself and understand that, man, there are a lot of subconscious things that are going on that are maybe lying dormant but really actively wreaking havoc on your life that re- actively wreak habits on, on our life right things that we have to understand and make sure that we are working out these inner wounds what does in your like 
layman's way of putting it how does how does that look when you're working out the inner wounds well in, in reality we have to look at the side of ourselves that we don't necessarily want to look at mm-hmm. you know men fear um being perceived as weak mm-hmm. vulnerable um we we want to put on the air of of confidence and um you know courage and and strength but we don't want to get into you know what what i often do with guys is we talk about inner child work mm-hmm. that little boy on the inside who may have gotten bullied may have gotten hurt you know he's still there and uh, you know in my own work for myself I had to work through that. I had to look at where he was hurt. Mm. I had to go back and think about it and work through it. And I, you know, I was fortunate to have a therapist that I really um, connected with. And and he, you know, he was from South Africa. He was mm. a really neat dude. And, you know, he understood what it meant to have maturity as a man. And he was had a lot of integrity. And, you know, he took me to that place where, you know, hey, I was, I was hurt as a little kid. Mm. Um, with my my father relationship and also you know just in school and once i really worked through that i learned to embrace that kid on the inside i I, you know i i often tell guys you know take a little get find a picture of yourself when you were nine years Mm -hmm. old or ten years old around that age where you felt really hurt or lonely or abandoned right and then carry that picture with you and and talk to that little kid every day and say, you know, how much you love him. And, you know, he was misunderstood at that point, but you're going to protect him now and you're going to, you're going to parent him now and you're going to, you know, help him to get through his fears mm-hmm. now, you know, you're going to walk hand in hand with him. So mm-hmm. it's embracing that part of ourselves that was rejected or shamed. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is real deep stuff. And I mean, we, we can do some of this on our own, but I do recommend that if, if you got some real serious trauma there or abuse or, or neglect going on, abandonment going on, then, then seeking out a therapist is the best way to really work yeah. through that, you yeah. know. And of course, with the mother wounds, you know, we have to, have we really separated from our mothers? Have we really broken that enmeshment, you know? Um, have we wounded her enough so that she knows she's no longer the, the mother to the boy, but mm-hmm. she's a mother to the man, and yeah. she has to change herself, right? Mm-hmm. So... Some of that, you know, I don't recommend that you have to go and talk to your parents about any of this. I think we can do that within ourselves and within therapy and, and, and doing work workshops with men or conferences with men. But it's it's just an important thing. We can't deny it. If we can't get away from it, it's going to follow us. I, I mean, I'm so serious about this. I got guys in their 60s who, mm-hmm. who you know, recall this stuff from five to, to 10 years old. And yeah. you're thinking, well, you know, that's like how many decades away and yeah. they're still feeling this yeah. way, right? Mm-hmm. So these are real things, real yeah. feelings. And until we really look in and into this and really embrace that kid that was hurt on the inside, we're not going to heal mm-hmm. and we're not going to change, right? Mm-hmm. That boy on the inside needs to be initiated into manhood. Yeah. But you know, we've got to deal with his wounds first. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I think something I, I may have neglected when we we're talking about how to recognize uh, when you haven't clearly separated. But I think in working through the inner wounds, one thing that I notice with guys, if they're still dealing with their mothers or even with their wives, is ex- we need to examine and, 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 and play, pay close attention to how um, our moms or wives respond to us or talk to us. Yes, right. Uh-huh. A reflection of whether or not we've left that hurt her whatever the case may be 
um, is how we allow, again, mom needs to recognize she's talking to the man, not the boy, right? right? And if mom is still running over you, still talking crazy to you, still trying to bully you, still dressing you, still, you know, running your house, you might be a married grown man and she's still having influence in your home or more of an influence that you're having in your home. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, that's all, that one that's going to cause conflict with your wife, but it's also going to, it also shows you where you are in that individuation process, in that process of leaving mom, um, being initiated and stuff like that. And I don't think guys pay enough attention to or examine enough how their mothers are dealing with them and talking to them even how they dealing with their wives and that you know creates a lot of friction i see oftentimes with in-laws you know my mother-in-laws and with wives because she's expecting you to say something to your mom or step up to the plate or yeah, tell, her, tell your mom to back off and you're like well you know that's my mom you know or right, whatever right you know? um and your tail is between your legs Right, right. When it comes to dealing with your mom. I have this funny uh, story that one guy many, many years ago uh, came in, and he was so frustrated with his mother. He's probably 30 years old, and um, she sent him a meme. She sent him a meme of, of a, uh, uh, that actually was a picture of a of a maybe a, a 10-year-old boy, and he was wearing his father's uh, shoes and his suit mm-hmm. and hat and his briefcase. And, you know, the small boy was in this grown man's clothing, mm-hmm, right? And mm-hmm. and the meme said, "I will." It was from a mother's point of view. I will always see you as my little boy. Mm-hmm. And he was outraged by it. He yeah. was angry. Came into the session and he showed it to me. And yeah. I said, "Well, I want you to find a meme, right, yeah. of a full grown man, yeah, right, right? <laughs> in a business suit and yeah. a briefcase and yeah. and a hat, and send it back to her and say, i 'I'm not your little boy. Yeah. This is who I am. I'm a man, right? right. And and again, that's that necessary." hurt that we have to separate ourselves from our mothers you know in order to love our mothers in the future um we've got to have that emotional separation yeah. so yeah. um yeah that that's just one one interesting little yeah. that out, there. that's 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 very good um so yeah so wrapping things up right um uh, heavy. So again, you know, the goal was if you've made it this far, uh, <laughs> right. right? And haven't switched us off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not about bashing moms. It's not about um, diminishing the role that moms play. Moms just have to understand that after a certain age, is it's not about you anymore. Yeah, right. It's, right. It, a, a boy, it needs to be more about growth and development with other men, with other boys, with their father, uncles, whatever male mentors are in their life. And you don't necessarily have to take a subservient role in the growth and development of, of sons, but moms have to understand that it's it's not, it's, it's I, I, I want to say it's not about you, and that's basically what it boils down to. Right. Um, and boys need to be developed and shaped and molded by other healthy men. I'm just hoping that if there there's a mother here listening, or even a guy who's mm-hmm. thinking about his mother, moms, please don't bash your son's father, no matter how bad he is, yeah. to your son, and don't say he's like you're just like your dad, yeah. because that will just ruin and hurt his self identity. Yeah. And if you're a guy and that has happened to you, you need to figure out how to redeem or restore that image. Yes, you know, and, absolutely. And, and maybe your dad is a terrible dude, but somehow whether it's through a, a relationship with some other man or something, you have to have that image restored in your mind right. because there's a lot of work that gets done right. when you have uh, healthy, positive images of men, of a man, some man in your life that can offset maybe the damage that your mom may have caused by a- bashing your dad. Absolutely. Yeah. So I really love this subject, and I think we should come back and visit yeah, it again sure. at some point. But 
it, this is so important for men yeah. Yeah. to understand. And mm-hmm. I think if you guys are out there listening, please give us some feedback. Mm-hmm. If you have questions, we'll be more than happy to yeah. answer the questions. And maybe we'll we'll do a follow-up show on yeah. this. Yeah, for sure. Do you want to... I know Wild at Heart is one book, but you got a stack right. over there. You want to just read off some of those books and then uh, well, we'll close it out? Well, um, if you want to read The War Against Boys, How Misguided Policies Are Harming Our Young Men, it's by Christina Hoff Summers. That's a really good book to read. Mm-hmm. Um, King Warrior Magician Lover is a go-to for me when I'm starting to work with um, young men and men al- older men alike. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's by uh, Moore and Gillette. Uh, that's, that's really a good book. I will say this book, Raising Cain, mm-hmm. um, protecting the emotional life of boys, and I don't care if, if you're already an adult, I think this is a uh, helpful book, and it's um, two Harvard guys from uh, by the name of Kindlin and Thompson. Um, it's called Raising Cain. It was a New York Times bestseller. Um, Soulcraft, uh, this one is a more uh, written by Bill Plotkin, and it's about, and it's, it, it covers women too in this book, but it's about uh, understanding ourselves and coming into our own sort of initiation, self-initiation. Mm-hmm. So I, I like this book a yeah. lot too. And you already heard mine, Black Panther Volume 6. Yes, I love that. <laughs> 1 through 13. I love that one. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, listen, um, you know, uh, mother-son relationships are important. Um, they can go awry, but they can also be wonderful. Um, and again, the, the purpose of this episode was to help men recognize whatever wounds that may have come about um, through their relationship with their mother and potentially through their father. And then also to how to try to help you get guidance on how to redeem that, right, redeem those right. relationships and to be made whole again. Uh, we, we had a great time. It's a wonderful episode. You know, like us on Facebook. Yes. Uh, Twitter. Share Instagram. us with your friends, Share please. Share us with your friends. We need okay. that. And, and reach out to us. Um, we're more than happy to. Uh, we've been getting some emails uh, what's what's that email address? Uh, contact at ofmythsandmen.com. Dot com, right. Okay. Yep. Yeah, we've, we've gotten a few guys who've made suggestions, and, and so we really appreciate yeah. that. And, and thank, I need to return thank... some emails, too. Okay, yes. Yeah. So if you're listening, <laughs> I haven't hit you back. Uh, I charge it to my, my head and not my heart. Is that what they say? <laughs> yes, okay. All right, cool. Well, I'm John Parker. And I'm Dr. Daniel David. And this has been another episode of, of Myths and Men. Cool. Thank you for listening to Of Myths and Men podcast. If you or someone you know may be in need of therapeutic or counseling services or even life coaching, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Our contact phone number is 770-674-0553. You can also reach us via email at contact at ofmythsandmen.com. That's contact at ofmythsandmen.com. Our web address is ofmythsandmen.com. And again, that's spelled ofmythsandmen.com. A-N-D-M-E-N dot com. Thank you for listening.